Are there any questions at this point? Where I could go for like the last 10 minutes so you guys would be useful for somebody. In the beginning when you spoke about values, personal values as well as those um, group values, uh, one of them was um, love, the other one was clarity, and then... Possibility. possibility. That was for our game world. Yeah, yeah. So, um, can you elaborate on love? And um, how do you establish that context and what it means in reality? And how is it being lived or supported? The answer to that wonderful question is a five-day workshop. <laughs> um, but in brief, it's really interesting that to, to bring, for example, love into a conversation that has to do with personal and professional coaching, which is about shift facilitation, our culture trains us to relate to love from a scarcity position, that there's not enough love. And so our orientation is to go around looking for love. And so we, we check out people and go, well, do they love me or don't they love me? Or do they love me enough? Or did they still love me? Or do I love them? Or, or should I love them? And so we have this loves me, loves me not, loves me, loves me not. We go around all these love songs on the radio. Oh, you know, I went away and love was gone and all this kind of stuff. So that's our basic orientation towards love as given from the thought where from standard modern culture. I call it, I call it uh, standard human intelligence thoughtware. Standard human intelligence thoughtware. And you can figure out what the abbreviation is of that. So that's what we get from modern culture. So if you, if you start taking, if you go to the edge of modern culture, which is what a, a coach does. A coach goes to the edge of modern culture and stays there and it's painful to do that because you can see both that modern culture has a limit, which is scary. So you can see the construct that modern culture is, but then you can also see what else is possible. So you're at this, you have these two views at the edge of modern culture, and you stay there because you're a bridge, you're a facilitator of shift. That's an initiatory process. And as you stay there and, you, and your, your matrix builds to hold more consciousness, the consciousness comes. You're, it's a stress to stay at the edge. The stress builds matrix. The matrix catches more consciousness. You're, you're conscious. You become more aware of stuff. When that happens, you start, you, you shift into a completely different relationship to love, for example, in which you recognize that love is in a space when you source love in the space. Love is there because you're sourcing love. You become a source of love in the world. You, you walk down the street generating love, like love is there because you're there. And if love isn't there, it's because you're not making love happen. So love happens. So all of a sudden, love isn't scarce anymore. Love is the space that you're walking around in. So you can actually create a game world in which love is abundant and love is happening. And you can, you can bring each other into this um, extraordinary love space and it can be the basis of your family, the basis of your team, the basis of your department in the company. You can, it's straightforward to do that. That's straightforward. Additionally, just to mention it, there's a, a, a third level of love that you can relate 
to, which is the archetypal level. And we're designed for the archetypal level. See, Dr. Eric Byrne in Transactional Analysis put together this parent, adult, child, ego state construct. We've added a fourth ego state, we call it gremlin ego state. And <clears throat> all, there's three of those, the, the parent, which is external authority, the child, which is from the past, and gremlin, which is irresponsibility. They all can generate experiences of feelings in your body, but they're not actually feelings, they're emotions. They actually come from the past, come from somebody else, or come from your gremlin to avoid responsibility. And if you're having anger, sadness, fear, or joy, and it lasts longer than three minutes, it's not a feeling. It's actually an emotion from somebody else, from the past, or from your gremlin. But in the adult ego state, you can have feelings. Mad, sad, glad, and scared, they can come up, be used, practically applied, and then gone in less than three minutes. And maybe you've had that experience, so you know what I'm talking about. So that's the difference between feelings and emotions. When you can enter the adult ego state, which is when you are yourself in the present and you're having feelings, it's a gateway right into the archetypal worlds. So what we're talking about in terms of that is um, archetypal love is experience that the universe is made out of love. And in the archetypal love domain, love is no longer personal, it's impersonal. So love in a space, love in a coaching process. A lot of people get confused. Like when you're a coach, you can't coach somebody unless you love them. You can't coach somebody unless you find some way to love them. And then that's confusing to us coaches sometimes because it's tangible love. You feel the love. And, go, and then we think it's personal, but it's not. It's you call, you're working in an archetypal love space and everything's made out of love. So, so if you understand that, then you're free to love people and it's not personal. And you can hold this space and be clean about it and not be hooked into that it's personal, you know, like that. So it's very healing to understand. You can be in ordinary love, extraordinary love, or archetypal love, and then you're in a little spaceship and you can navigate from space to space clearly and powerfully and serve your clients that way. Is that helpful? Yes, thank you. Okay. All right.